just expecting results too quick. Don't be unrealistic. Don't look at the day to day and expect to be somewhere tomorrow. Just make a conscious decision that every day you make one or two good decisions and you're progressing. And then a year down the road, you'll see that those micro progressions on a daily, weekly, monthly basis amount to something substantial. And if you look at us now and think back, we've a decade, oh my God, like that's flown by and see where we are now versus where we started, you know, top producing team in the country versus two guys basically just winging it out of their home offices. So Hey guys, welcome to episode 173 of KT Confidential. I'm Adrian. That is Ariel waving in the other screen. And this is the conclusion to our three-part series on how to make it as a realtor. That's what we decided to call this three-part series last minute. But I think it's very appropriate because it ta- we're talking to people who are realtors and wanting to improve their game. We're talking to somebody who's contemplating a career change And we're talking to people who are in the midst of already making that career change. So, Ariel, you wanted to... Well, originally, it was supposed to be some tips for people thinking about getting into real estate or that are currently taking their courses or have just signed up. So, like, haven't done a deal yet kind of realtor, just want to be a realtor. And then we decided that, hey, after listening and watching back, and even just right. during that, uh, hey, this is stuff that's applicable for everybody. You could be in the business for a year, 10 years, and this is good stuff. So if, there's uh, a lot of people that are, you know, uh, I mean, like you said, a year or even potentially a decade in the business that have been maybe stagnant or want to improve their game or change their game or mix it up, whatever. And I think there's a bit of advice, little tidbits of information that anybody can grasp onto to make a change. And hey, uh, Currently, one of the top performers on our team, who's been with Steve Chiquetto, who's been with us for two and a half, uh, not even, not we'll even. call it two and a half years. Um, he wasn't even contemplating getting into the real estate business. So it was so even, over, uh, I think it was I, over I think, coffee that he and I had that discussion and that's what got him thinking. I think, yeah, I'm sure it was coffee with him. I actually uh, do think it was. I, I believe that people just generally have an interest in real estate. A lot of people, like the general public, just sitting at home, scrolling through realtor.ca sure. and just like real estate. That's why HGTV is such a popular channel and uh, day in the life of a realtor kind of thing, right? So these are... And well, these tips the, can the also be con- American these, dream consists of home ownership. Like it's just a part of life. These tips are also um, usable for a lot of entrepreneurs. So, anyways, we'll Agreed. get in. We'll get into this. Um, I've got a few things written down, so I'm going to spit out some stuff, and uh, you can give me your feedback and your reaction. And then you guys that are watching and listening. Um, if you're listening, you can watch it by going to ktconfidential.ca. And if you're watching, you can listen to anywhere you would stream a podcast. Just search KT Confidential. Um, and for so, those who might just be tuning in for the first time, we talk everything real estate. So we talk to buyers, sellers, landlords, tenants, investors, whomever, all of the above. And we educate people on how to improve 
whatever uh, real estate endeavors they are pursuing. First and most important thing as a realtor, and we didn't even, we weren't good at this early in our careers. I know exactly what you're going to say based on that comment alone. Discipline. Hang it. I'm going to write a word down. You're going to write a word. Discipline and schedule. Oh, it's not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? Started with a D. Dick? <laughs> no. Come on. One Dumbass. thing that you and I were, were never good at. <laughs> oh, delegating. That's the one. Definitely not in the scope of what I wanted to talk about uh, today. That ah, is no. a good topic. Yeah. But I don't think that's important in early in somebody's career. It might be later in the career. I think it's important to on... realize when it is important. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You have to be able to decide for yourself if you need to delegate. But no, discipline. So still a D word, discipline. Um, because here's what happens. Certainly now during, well, I, I mean, now we're kind of slowly coming out of it, but during the pandemic um you're you know you're stuck by yourself at home in confinement whatever you're doing um but even during normal times the tendency for a lot of realtors especially because you can be working from home you can be working from an office or a brokerage you can be working at a coffee shop um and the tendencies are that maybe you're not setting an alarm or your body naturally isn't waking up at a proper time. So you're quote unquote sleeping in. Um, you're working from home and you forgot to do a load of laundry. Oh, I'm just going to pop the laundry in real quick. I think a lot uh, of people and now have you're... been forced to adapt to that over the last couple of years, obviously. So that may be less of a challenge for many now than it was for say for us. You you might be right. Years ago. You might be right. Or the opposite, that it's even worse now because, you know, when you're work, like for all the times that we work from home, yeah, it is very difficult to work at home without, you know, a lot of people won't get dressed properly, right? They'll be working out of their pajamas um, or they'll take a little afternoon siesta you know a little little cat nap because they're tired or make a third cup of coffee like all these things that can pull you in different doorbell rings it's the fedex guy uh, the dog is barking has to go take a poop you know all of these things can pull you in a different direction um but more so the discipline of having a schedule so i preach this and i live it and it's hard for me to even drill this into everybody on our team. But the day before your current day, you should have sat down and planned your next day. So coming into today, you know exactly every hour, every quarter hour, whatever, every minute, if you so choose, you should know exactly what you're doing from the start of your workday to the end of your workday. 
and you should have it planned and you should tick it all off on your list. So if you say, I'm going to post something on Instagram today, well, don't just say it and don't just make a note on it. It's got to be in the calendar. You got to know what time you're doing it. You got to be disciplined enough to stick to that calendar, have all of the blockers up for everything else that's happening and just put that post up on Insta. So, and it's tough because in this business, you can be what we call, you can have the squirrel effect. Yes. You get a phone call, you get an email, you get a text or whatever. And it's like, Oh, let me check this or, Oh, let me do that. Right. Like a client messages you and say, Hey, how much did this home sell for? Or, you know, what do you think this home will sell for or whatever? And then all of a sudden you're now texting that person and you're searching MLS or the real estate boards and you've just wasted 15 minutes and that was in your window to post something on Insta, right? So, so that's what happens. So dis- number one, you got to be disciplined. You got to have a schedule. You got to stick to it. And on the note of discipline, and if this applies whether you're working out of the house or working out of an office, I remember back in my early car business days, selling cars on the floor. Uh, there were a lot of distractions in the, in the office uh, as well, because you had other salespeople, everybody hanging out by the water cooler, grabbing coffee, shooting the shit. How was your weekend? You know, goofing around. And, you know, I learned at, at one point, I, it was a matter of, okay, well, you're here for X amount of hours, regardless, you've got to put in this time. So the question is, how productive are you going to choose to be? You can either be there and goof off and not be productive and have, you know, it becomes monotonous and you never amount to much of anything, or you can use that same amount of time, be super productive, focused, hyper-focused, accomplish a lot in that time period, and then progress. And a year down the road, it's unbelievable. I think that first year that I made that decision, I doubled more than doubled my income. It was pretty substantial. Um, so wherever you are, whether you're at home or at the office, focus, discipline, surround yourself with people that are the same way. If you're just hanging out with the chatterboxes in the office, you're, you're never going to amount to anything. Yeah. And I think what happens to like one of my biggest advice for people that are certainly realtors that work from home and even ones that work from an office on a regular basis, you got to schedule something in your routine to shake it up a bit, like as an example, and it's going to become easier now, right? Like the last two years, let's face it. It hasn't been easy to be self-employed. I typically schedule one maybe even two mornings a week where I am working somewhere that I wasn't typically working from. So as an example, I enjoy going to coffee culture. They have nice booths there where I can just get comfortable, sit by the window, have a coffee and a bagel. And it's amazing how much work and how much focus you have when you know, okay, I'm going to coffee culture for two hours to work. And it's quite peaceful because you're sitting there, you know, you got, yeah, maybe you're distracted a little with people coming in and out. The other thing that does 
is it gets your face out there, right? Like if you go to the same spot, maybe once a month or once every couple of weeks or once a week, um, now you get to know the employees, the employees know you, they know your favorite coffee. You get into seeing similar people coming in that come in for their coffees and, you know, you chat with them. Maybe you're wearing your company branded attire and they say, Oh, what's, I keep seeing you here every week. What's KT? What's Cormendi Trot? Um, and that strikes up a conversation. And maybe next time you buy my coffee. So those sort of things. I even have gone to the beautiful uh, Sherwood. Um, is that what it's called? Sherwood? The, yeah, Sherwood, the community yeah, center. Community center. They have the library in there. And the library has amazing workstations. And some of them, you've got views of the Niagara Escarpment. So... Um, now, it was pre-COVID since I've been there, but uh, I would go once a week, random days, random times when I said, okay, I got to get stuff done for a couple of hours and just go there. And uh, I think that's super beneficial and can be super productive and free up time too, right? So discipline, number one. Should I move on yeah. to the next? Yeah, if you want, go for it. Well, I'm doing a lot of talking here. So do you have anything that you want to add well, into I, this equation? I've got I mean, two more points. You are, the, you are the talker. I'm the listener. But uh, well, one of my points is, and this is very much applicable to any industry, um, but patience. And I suffered with that issue in the beginning. I struggled with it quite a bit. And I think patience is really important because if you are, it's actually timely because there was an email today that came from Gary V and it was, it was a, a topic in his email. Um, just expecting results too quick. Don't be unrealistic. Don't look at the day to day and expect to be somewhere tomorrow. Just make a conscious decision that every day you make one or two good decisions and you're progressing. And then a year down the road, you'll see that those micro progressions on a daily, weekly, monthly basis amount to something substantial. And if you look at us now and think back, we've a decade, oh my God, like that's flown by and see where we are now versus where we started, you know, top producing team in the country versus two guys basically just winging it out of their home offices. So it takes time, be persistent. Uh, don't get down on yourself. Don't get hard on your, don't be hard on yourself and don't compare yourself to other people in the process. Just focus and make small decisions with well, expectations so this of long-term change. This is episode 173 of the podcast. Prior to doing starting this podcast, KT Confidential, we had over 200 episodes of KT Quick Tips, which, which you can still see on our YouTube channel. There's a playlist, KT Quick Tips. So 380 weeks 380 weeks of consistent we have not missed a week is that right three holy crap it's almost three years 380 we weeks. weekly videos wow so for the last eight years we have been putting out a weekly video and have not missed the beat. And do you know how many times, can you think back how many times we did not want to film that week? Oh, there were many times. 
And how I mean, many today times? Is, today's not a bad example. We both have busy schedules and we're like, I'm nope, we got to do it. I'm beyond swamped. I'm not in the mood for this. But, you know, you start it and you're like, okay, well, this is not that bad and we got to do it and put your head down and get her done. Yeah. Um, but how many times one of us, maybe, you know, we were hangry at the moment or something, but would say, this is stupid. We're not even getting any likes on this. Nobody watches this shit. Right. And you, you surprise yourself. And, you know, eight years later, maybe still there's episodes that have gone on or videos that have been posted that maybe the viewership wasn't as big as we want, well, but, but you the, grow. The one thing, the one thing it does do um, is it, helps you develop these skills to be persistent and do things on a regular basis and goes back to your uh, first point of discipline, right? Well, Even and you, you never, don't do you it, never you know the it. work, the work that you're putting in, you never know the result until sometime in the future. Right. Yeah. And well, as an example, I had a buyer consultation uh, with a wonderful couple and I worked with this lady years ago and um no idea but she watches our and or i don't know if she watches or listens to the podcast and we were so and i didn't know and we're chatting in in the zoom chat and her partner who i've never met before um you know we were talking and and she says oh yeah you mentioned that in one of your recent podcasts and i'm like we certainly did right so you never know um what you know what you're gonna get in reciprocation from those that are paying attention i had a phone call with a client this morning i called to wish him a happy birthday and he was sending me pictures um and we were chatting about all the renovations he's doing on his house and he brought up he said i've been showing all of your renovations to my wife and because I've been posting the occasional uh, Instagram story as Alicia and I are doing these renos uh, to our property. So, you know, you never know who's watching or how you're affecting or impacting them and the long-term effects of that potentially, right? You're keeping in front of people, you're doing it, you don't know the results, but you there will be results, whether they're realized immediately or a year, two or three or five years down the road. Well, I remember when my kids were quite a bit younger and I was walking Winston for an hour or two every morning and I would do the Insta stories every morning. Yes. I think I did it for probably a year. Yeah. And you thought and it was I, the I stupidest. harp yeah. on you for it. <laughs> yeah. You thought it was the stupidest thing. But um, anytime I, I, you know, chat with clients, they, they know Winston. Uh, I've ran into so many people on those walks that have seen the stories. Um, random people, not clients, not people I know, not people that are interested in buying or selling real estate at this moment. But they'd be like, oh, hey, Ariel. Hey, Winston. Uh, I'm like, uh, that's kind of creepy, but kind of cool at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, good segue into my tip Number two, if you want to call it that, um, you have to develop, you have to network. You have to, and we've talked about introvert, extrovert, even mentioned it in the last cast. Um, last whether it's cast, on, is that short form for podcast? I'm not down the lingo, apparently. 
Well, if it's not, it is now. Did you just invent that? I'm sure I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so whether it's online or in person, you yeah. want your name and face to be as recognizable as possible, certainly in your what I call trade area. So if you do most of your business business in South Oakville, you would love to be able to walk down a street, walking your dog and somebody mowing their lawn and they see you and they say, hey, are you Adrian? Or, hey, Adrian. And it'd be some random person that you've never met. Yeah. You want to be recognized. Your name and your face, or one of them. You need to be recognized. Um, that's how you develop trust, respect, clout. Um, and it certainly makes it easier if you're going into a buyer or a listing conversation with a potential client and you know, you've got that, I don't want to call it celebrity status, but you've got recognition, right? Like you've got, you've got that recognizability that people want to buy into. Well, that used to be one of the biggest challenges, I think, in in the industry or in sales in general is you put your sign, you put your face up on a billboard or a bus, whatever, and then somebody interviews you. At that moment, when you walk through the door, they know nothing about you. They don't know what your voice sounds like, potentially. They don't know what your mannerisms are like, what your interests are. But through social, you can now break down all those barriers. So when you get in for the listing appointment or for the buyer um, presentation appointment, they, in many cases, are already sold on you because they know who you are. Yeah, And it's not so much, it's, it's less of a formal interview. It's a much more casual, comfortable um, chat. Like it's just very different. Give, that's a great point. I'll give you a very realistic example. I have a past client who I helped him and his wife purchase a home in Milton probably six years ago. I touch base with them every once in a while, send them birthday cards, um, pop by every once in a while to drop off a little gift or something. You know, like I've stayed in touch without being annoying. Uh, about a year and a half ago, he had a referral who ended up working with Steve Chiquetto. And no, it wasn't even a year and a half ago, maybe like eight months ago or so. Anyway, Steve did an awesome job. Everybody was happy. Super. Recently, my client reached out directly to Steve Bruman on our team, not because I wouldn't do a good job or Steve Chiquetto wouldn't do a good job. But my client's parents were selling their property or want to, wanted to sell their property and downsize. Yeah. And my client, based on watching us on social and getting some information on our website about everybody's bio, everybody's profile, whatever you want to call it, and realized Steve is very, Steve Bruman is extremely patient. 
He's an accredited senior agent. Um, and, and by that, just to clarify, means he's accredited to work with seniors. He specializes in that. Yeah, because that didn't that really clarifies it, right? You well, I mean, like uh, he's not a senior agent. Well, he's almost an is. agent. He is almost versus an agent that works with seniors. That's a weird title. He has a designation. He went to school to yeah. specialize in also helping people Correct. that are seniors. Yes. That's actually really interesting to hear. That so they made that connection just by watching and figured out who to connect with. Yeah. Yeah. So powerful. Anyways, uh, that's a good point of, you know, just being relatable and, and showing your true colors and, and um, rec- being recognized for who you are in the community. And another part of that is also just networking with people with the sim with similar interests. Like if you want to expand your sphere of influence, your network as a realtor, one of the best things you can do is take one of your passions and just find people with similar passions and just have fun together. And naturally you'll get referral business from, from those people. It might not happen immediately, but over yeah. time, as they become friends, you, they like you, they trust you, they see the type of work you do. You know, you will get people saying, Oh, Hey, Adrian, um, I found out my neighbor's selling and I told him about you and he wants to meet with you. That naturally happens. And what a better way to have a job than doing stuff that you like to do. So you, as an example, you'll like to snowboard. So if you, if, if somebody likes, and you've been out a few times with other people say, Hey, you want to go snowboarding and, you know, um, I like to golf. I'm planning on getting some kind of a golf membership this year to a course, just so I can take random people or past clients or even our staff and go golfing and get paired up with people I've never met. You know, people that golf usually really like to golf and you have an immediate similar interest. You go to the same golf course on a regular basis and you get to, so networking, Really, really big part of it. All right. The other the other side of that, I don't know if you're leading into that being the go-to for so one is being known for what you, you know, as known for being a realtor and a specialist and et cetera, but also just being the go-to for anything neighborhood. Well, that's related. exactly my next point. All right. Be the connector. That's my note. Be the connector. It's a good way to put it. I had uh, recently I had two clients reach out to me who wanted to buy cottages, obviously far outside of any area that we would consider uh, transacting personally. And they were aware of that. They even mentioned it in their initial contact saying, Hey, I know you probably won't go up here, but I'd, I'd really appreciate your advice. Um, so that was interesting. People wanted to buy properties, even though they knew they, I wasn't going to be working with them. They still wanted my advice. Sure. Um, renos, that's a big thing for us. Anybody doing a reno to a house, asking for a contact. You know how many people trades. messaged me from our Insta stories? They messaged me to say, who did the stairs at the Broussard reno? Broussard, yeah. Like, I don't know how many messages. We should be totally getting some kind of a 
yeah. beautiful <laughs> bottle of red wine from Tom on, on this, because we, how much business we've given them now. Yeah. Um, so my points were on being the connector. Um, people love to know people that are in the know, right? Like, and you want to be the person that's in the know. You want to have people coming to you to know, hey, Adrian, where can I, where can I find out about this? Or who can replace my faucets in my ensuite? Um, who do you recommend? Or do you know when that plaza is being built? Do you know what store is coming into that corner unit in that plaza? Do you, yeah. Any, anything. And it's, that's the intriguing thing is it's not directly real, real estate related. And it makes, I mean, at that point, they just all automatically think of you. And whether, if, if anybody is ever talking about selling, they don't even hesitate. All of a sudden you get that connection made. They just become, I don't know what the right word would be, but big advocates of you. Yeah. Yeah. So be the connector. When people need things, they, you should be the person that they go to to find out information or be connected. Um, pro tip, only connect those that you trust, have done business with in the past, or that you know, you absolutely must know that they are going to take care of this person. Because if you're just connecting people, oh, yeah, you know, Joe down the street does plumbing. So he can, but you've never done business with Joe. You've never met Joe. You don't know what kind of work Joe does. If Joe shows up and he does a shit job, who does that look bad on? Looks bad right. on you, the connector. You yeah. want to now, if Joe goes over there and he's on time, he does a great job, he's well priced and he's just really, really good, you look like the hero. And as soon as you win that one, you know, uh, they'll come back to you to be connected again with other stuff. Yeah. And when you do that, you've now developed that almost a business-like relationship. So when they need to be connected to something real estate, obviously you're the, you're the guy or you're the lady. So there you go. Yeah. Be the, connector. yeah the way that the way their experience with them directly affects on is a direct reflection on you good or bad. So you have to be very careful of who you're referring people to. Um, all right. Before we wrap this up, by the way, episode 173 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast, you can go to ktconfidential.ca, watch on YouTube, or if you'd like to listen to us, stream it wherever you listen to your podcast by searching KT Confidential. Uh, do you want to wrap it up by just putting a teaser out there and ending this realtor series on further elaborating on the delegation part of it or did we cover that enough um i yeah i mean i don't know there's a whole lot to talk about it so i don't know if there's a podcast worth of talking about delegation it might be maybe i mean that's very business oriented i think anyone listening who even if you're not in real estate it's a very important topic so yeah let's make that episode 174 so we're almost so that will be more a, of a entrepreneurial episode. 
We're still wrapping up episode 173 because I committed <laughs> to that in the beginning, or sorry, the three-part series. This is not going to be series. a four or a three and a half part series. Right. This is a three-part series, and this is the end of that series. So if, the you're next a, episode, if you're a realtor, just stop listening to this podcast altogether after this yes. episode. There's not but if you want no, to learn how to take for you. <laughs> if you want to learn how to increase your productivity, listen to episode 174. There you go. On delegation. We'll, we'll do that <laughs> next week. All, All right. right. Signing off. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs>